Hi Angel, welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey Podcast. I am so glad you're here. This is your safe and soulful space to plug in and explore all things mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual well-being and healing. This is a space where self-belief, your full potential, and your main character energy are going to become your norm and your non-negotiable. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Oh, hey there, beauty. Hope you are well. Hope you are having a beautiful day so far. I'm coming to you live from my lounge room, which I don't usually record in. I've got my microphone resting on a pillow, otherwise it echoes. <laughs> so the setup here is a little bit unconventional, but today has been one of those days where like I'm a few days out from my period and like I'm actually just allowing myself to just be a little bit slower and honor the fact that I just don't have much energy. Um, and I spoke in a previous podcast around how I've been honoring my cycles lately. And this is something that I want to speak to a lot more on this podcast. And this brings me to something else. I guess I want to start to talk about a hell of a lot more because because it is something that is so me <laughs> and something funnily enough that's so me that I feel like I have kind of been moving away from or leaning out of or like not really talking about and it is spirituality right um and this looks and feels different for everyone everyone has their own form of spirituality and connection to spirit and what this means for them and when i had my little hiatus from recording i realized and I've had a lot of reflection um, around what I've kind of been leaning out of and how I have felt a little bit out of alignment in my business. And I realized that something that is so instinctual, so natural to me, which is my card readings and my connection to my intuition and my psychic abilities and all of the things that you know, it was at the forefront of why I wanted to leave the nine to five life and create, you know, this soul business. Um, I realized that with time and as I was consuming other shit and, you know, trying to work out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and how I fit into the industry, I feel like I was disconnecting from this part of me, which is so at the forefront, like I said, of who I am and how I operate. And also what I bring into my practices with my clients. So I'm really excited for today's episode because I connected with the beautiful Steph from Energia. So I've actually been working with her um, for my business. I was looking for more of a spiritual business mentor and energy healer, and she is just an absolute powerhouse and someone I absolutely look up to. Um, when we recorded this interview, I had just finished up, finished up a few months working with her and she is someone that has helped me just really gain a lot more clarity around my why and what I'm needing to reconnect back with because it is my fucking superpower. Um, so in this call, we chat all things, past lives, soul contracts. It is just a topic that 
I find so interesting. I've always been so fucking fascinated by. It is something I talk about all the time with my friends and other spiritual business ladies and clients who are open to this sort of stuff. But she really paints a lot more of a deeper picture and um, will hopefully shed some light for you if this is something you've wanted to delve into or if it's been of interest to you. And she also taps into one of my past lives, which was like a little bit of a random impromptu thing, but she is just so connected to spirit and she channels just so beautifully. So there was um, something wild that kind of came through, which you're going to hear shortly. But I feel like if you are someone who is soulful, spiritual, and you are wanting to enhance your connection to your spirituality and just to yourself and your own soul path and soul truth and intuitive abilities and all of those things, then my promise to you is that this is something that is going to be spoken about so much more on the Holistic Honey podcast, um, especially as I'm going to be leaning into this and expanding this for myself a hell of a lot more. So watch this space, but without further ado, let's get into it. Steph, hello. Welcome. So good to see you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on someone else's podcast instead of just hearing my own voice on my podcast (laughs) continuously. I'm so glad to have you here. And we're both pretty in pink today. We were just talking pre-recording that we need to g ourselves up a little bit yeah definitely you have to be fabulous all the time but fabulous means different things at different times but today fabulous means hoop earrings and pink jackets you're looking at fab as fuck I love it (laughs) so we have been doing some well we just finished up a container doing some really juicy work together and you have been helping me with my business, but through a very spiritual lens. And this is something I really, really needed. And through the work we've done, there has been a lot of stuff that has come up around past lives and soul contracts and connection to spirit. And I mentioned before, like on my podcast, I feel like I just haven't really tapped into my fucking woo-woo enough. (laughs) and I haven't spoken about this enough. So I thought it was only fitting to get you on and really dig deep and explore this stuff because it's juicy. Yes. And everyone has the woo-woo within them, you know, and it is one of the most beautiful, magical parts of us that we get to explore. So the more that we can like talk about it and normalize it and celebrate it and take it out of being like woo-woo in a weird way, but like woo-woo in like a fuck, yeah, it's weird and it's amazing way, then more people get to experience the magic. Yeah. And being able to tap into your own unique woo-woo where you're staying in your own lane. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that I got out of the work that we did together, because in in the world that we're in with the online space, it's so easy to overconsume and to kind of see what practices other people are doing and what works for other people. And when they share their stories, but tapping into your own uniqueness and your own guides and all of that, there's so much fucking power in it. So very excited to talk about it. Yes, let's go. And there's something that I talk with my clients a lot is like, your spiritual channel is going to look different to other people's spiritual channels. Some people really like to um, 
over project theirs as a way of making it their identity on social media or whatever medium they use to promote themselves. And like, that's great. And that's them. But a lot of the time, like your spiritual channel just integrates into who you are already and what best suits you. There are a lot of people out there who are directly channeling, doing like really deeply spiritual transmissions through their work, but they're not even spiritual leaders. They're like artists or they're like incredible entrepreneurs working in tech. Like they're all of their ideas and their wisdom. It comes from a higher version of themselves. It just looks so, so different for anyone, for everyone. And it can be whatever you want it to be. That's the most beautiful thing about it. Absolutely. And I feel like it's that permission slip to kind of be like, because I know for me, I was very much trying to fit into a specific box and be like, I think I should be doing this or maybe I need to be doing that. And it's almost like allowing yourself to be fucking multidimensional. We are all multidimensional beings. There's so many things that we can tap into. So yeah, I feel like that's that's the beauty and the power of it. Definitely. Definitely. I think a lot of people, when they hear spirituality or like opening up those spiritual channels, they automatically go to like a stereotype of what, of what that person may be or what they might like. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be like that at all. Like I am super woo woo and super spiritual, but like, I have a lot of friends who aren't like that. So, you know, you just kind of mold and be you don't have to mold yourself to be like a different around different kinds of people, but things exist on a spectrum. There's a time and a place to like really open it and be in it. And there's a time and a place to just let it be in the background and not make it your whole identity. Yeah. And that's a really interesting one. And I've, I've had a lot of conversations with my clients around this. You can be, we are spiritual beings, but we're having a human experience. And I think sometimes when we're living a little bit too much up here and off with the fairies at times, and it becomes over-consuming. It's like, let's bring it back down to basics. Like, let's fucking be. Like, we don't have to be doing and having to implement all these practices all the fucking time. Yes. Um, let's I just focus on being. That. Yeah. Yes. I actually find it like, I find it, and as someone who is like, you know, my work is very deeply in the ethereal realms, I do find it quite uncomfortable when when I'm around someone or viewing someone who is like, so over the top with that outlook of I'm so spiritual and I'm all these practices that it, it makes me just like, whoa, you know, and it reminds us that we are having a human experience. So the best way to make the use of these gifts is to integrate them down and through the body and express them in a way that is just really beautiful and grounded and practical and human and not go over the top because going over the top in an external way doesn't make you any more spiritual at all it just i just personally find it quite quite uncomfortable yeah yeah absolutely and it's almost like this very overpowering energy of just like it doesn't need to be showy it's just a part of you um and you can use it in certain parts of your life and you know explore it but yeah not shoving it down people's throats exactly exactly so steph introduce yourself to the ladies who are listening and tell us a little bit about the work you do and how you got to be doing what you're doing. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm Steph. I am a, firstly, I am a human being. And as a human being, the way that I express my gifts and receive money from them is through being a soul mentor, spirit channel, energy healer. I work 
at a soul level. And what I mean by that is through my work and through my business, my podcast, through every way that I express myself, it's about bringing people back to their innate soul truth. What is it that they truly want to do? Who are they at their core? Because it is through that portal that you really step into the life that you were destined to live like all of these desires that we have for the life we want to live come back to us knowing ourselves at a soul truth and expressing that truth as we move through the world so that comes a lot through doing a lot of energetic healing across you know all lifetimes ancestral lineage moving through any blocks within the ecosystem of the being that is stopping that person from moving into their highest expression, their soul expression. So pretty much if I like really simplify it, it's like, I want my clients to live their absolute best fucking life, have all of their dreams come true. And I do that by dissolving the layers of them that are in the way and bringing them back down to their soul truth, because it is through the tr- the soul and the soul truth that we're able to pretty much live our best fucking life. Yes. I love how you said dissolving the parts that are in the way. And it is such a beautiful way to put it because I often hear people say like, you know, um, you know, I've lost it or I'm, you know, disconnected from that part or, you know, it used to be there, but it's gone. And it's like, it's still fucking there. We just need to peel back those layers of, you know, complexity and trauma and all the things that we're using to protect ourselves and actually fucking get back to that core. It's like almost, I call it like the journey back home to yourself, really. Yes, yes. And that's what I was about to say. It's like, I bring people home. I help them come back to that place of coming back to themselves because everything else that moves us away from our unique soul truth, it's just another layer, just another layer, just another layer. And it's interesting when I first work with people, it's like, I want to become this person. And it's like, you're not actually becoming anyone you're not. You're actually returning to who you actually are. And I think putting it that way makes it feel way more accessible because when you're thinking about, I have to become this person, it's like this mountain in front of you. But when you think about it, like, I'm just returning home to my light, to my soul, to my fullest expression that lives beneath all of those layers, I find it's a much more empowering experience. A thousand percent. And that whole becoming and wanting to, like, I don't know, it kind of plays into that still seeking externally um, outside of ourselves for something when it's like, no, this is when we need to kind of turn inwards and and explore, which a lot of the time there's so much discomfort around. And, and you would know this, you would see this a lot with the people you work with. But talk to us a little bit about how connection to spirit plays a big part in your life and your business. Yes. Okay. This is, um, this is such an amazing question. And I forgot to answer your question before about like how I got here, but I can kind of turn this into, I can mold this into this answer, but now I, so me now in this time, my connection to my spiritual team um, is something that I tap into every single day. Like I am a channel, so I am channeling every day. Um, But when I'm not directly sitting down to channel, I am always aware of the fact that I have this team of spiritual guides available to me at any moment. So that might not always look like directly um, 
waiting for a message to drop in, but it could just be like an intuitive nudge when I need one or a sign that's in front of me. I am talking to spirit all day, every day when I'm dreaming, like it's just part of, it's just part of who I am. And prior to this, I lived a very disconnected life in my head. I worked in corporate, like had really fun jobs in the music industry, like super fun twenties leading up to this, but I was completely disconnected from anything greater than my mind. And that to me felt really overwhelming and just really confusing at times thinking that I was responsible for every decision and everything was on me and there was no support. But as I've opened my channel um, over the past year, I've really just opened this co-creative experience with spirit where there is not one moment in the day that I'm not open to them, to my guides, to spiritual advice, or if I'm not passively open, then I'm actively channeling. So for me, it really is my entire life. Yeah. And I feel like there was, so we've been connected on, I found you through social media, but I remember working with you and I had a session at the end of last year. And I can't remember if it was before or after this, but you went through a period where you took a big chunk of time off. And as a business owner, I remember being like, holy shit, like this, I would freak the fuck out. But I admired this so much because you created the space you needed for clarity to come through. So talk to us a little bit about the time you took off at the end of the year, because I feel like this was a really pivotal shift for you around that clarity and that connection to, um, you know, the channeling and your spirit guides and, and how your business has taken shape. Yeah. Yeah. That time off. So that was about five weeks. So that's a pretty significant amount of time. Like I've only had my business for a year. So um, a year now. So this was like actually only seven months in. And what I found was that I had reached a point in my business where the way I was working was no longer fulfilling me. Now I was having amazing results. Like you would have no, you would have seen a difference between the session we had at the end of last year to the container we've just finished. They're two completely different styles of healing and working with someone. And that particular style last year, whilst like, yes, amazing results and great sessions, I was like, it's there's something not sitting right with me and I don't I don't know what it is I don't understand why my sessions aren't fulfilling me anymore so rather than take on new clients in those old containers I had I just knew the decision that was in the best interest of my soul was to take a step back and to actually understand what is being asked of me like in terms of being of service to the collective and how can I step into my fullest expression? Because I knew I wasn't fully expressed in that way of working with people. It was still like not surface level, but I feel like I was in the 3D. Like I knew there was more above that. So I took that time off. And while I was having that time off, like really interesting things came into my sphere, different healers, um, just different interactions with people that I don't think would have been put in my sphere if I had not taken that time away, had not created that space. 
And then I actually came across this beautiful healer called Kiara and I did one of her, she did like a free um, healing session, which I don't usually join those, but I felt so pulled to her. And while we were in the session, I like opened my eyes and it was like this really crazy moment where I saw the way that she was healing. And I was like, oh my God, like, I know how to do that. I don't even know what she's doing, but that, that is what I'm meant to be doing. So from that experience, I like went into a whole deep dive into her Instagram and I'm like, what, where has she been? How does this come up? And I found out that she had done this like nine month channeling course called Channeling Spirit Academy. And so I signed up for that straight away. And it's funny, like I'm like making this huge investment in myself because it was quite expensive and I had no income at that time, but I just knew that was where I was meant to be. And for that five weeks, I just practiced channeling. I got off kind, I was on social media, but I wasn't really posting. I wasn't really seeing any clients. I just went fully into exploring a world that was really beyond what I had experienced, but it felt so at home to me. And if I hadn't taken off that time and I just kept filling my calendar with things and clients and signing up clients for long-term containers, because I only work long-term, if I hadn't taken that time, but I kept signing up clients for three, four, five, six months, well, then I only would have prolonged this experience of not feeling fulfilled in that style of healing. So I just knew that while current present Steph may feel a bit uncomfortable, I'm going to be saving future Steph a lot of time and a lot of stress from not feeling fulfilled. So I see that time off as being like me going to the next evolution in my business. And it's something that like I will do again, like we just spoke about before, I just took a week off um, social media, which as a business owner, a week is a long time to be completely offline. And I just from that week away created the third evolution of my business. So there's nothing I can recommend more than taking a sacred pause, I call them, and just saying, am I really in alignment with what my soul wants? Do I feel like I'm fully expressed here? Or do I feel like this is a ceiling for me? And then just by asking these really honest questions, you're able to pivot, or maybe it is the right direction for you and just come back to your own truth and like who you are at a core level and move from that place because that place might not have logic at first, but it will create the most freedom, abundance and just bliss for you in, in a few months time when everything's implemented. Mm. And with this comes so much surrender and trust that is really hard to anchor into when the fear does take over. And I, I found it so... I was so really admiring the the step back that you took because in the world we live in, it's, you know, it's doing, it's that masculine energy, it's fast paced, it's hustle, it's grind. So slowing down and taking a step back can feel really fucking scary. But going back to when you said towards the end of the year, the thing, you know, your services or the the way you were operating wasn't fully lighting you up. I'm a really big believer in like when we keep kind of going down a path that's not serving us, we keep on getting roadblock after roadblock or there's certain signs and things that come up where it's like, okay, this ain't feeling good. So what were the kind of blocks and and things that you were noticing where you were like, okay, this is my inner nudge to, to take this time as uncomfortable as it may be? Yes, yes. 
since I was like, one thing I've had in common with my younger self, even though she was definitely not spiritual or anything like that is as soon as something feels uncomfortable for me, I will just stop doing it. I am, it would have made me such a brat when I was a kid, but I am so set in the belief that my life gets to feel amazing. And anything that stops me from feeling amazing, I am going to change it. I'm going to get rid of it. I just do not care. I'm not doing it. And with my sessions, like I love my work and I know that I'm here to be of service and I know I'm here to be a conduit for spirit. I would be doing sessions and I would be drained and I would want to go deeper with people into their real soul level, spiritual level. But because I wasn't expressing that, I was drawing in clients who um, were not open to that. So I was in this really kind of surface level session, not all the time, obviously, like I have some beautiful clients like you at the end of the year, but there was a the majority of clients I was seeing were not in alignment with what really lit me up. So the blocks that I really felt were feeling drained in a session, not wanting to see clients, like, you know, hoping that a client would cancel before their session um, and just getting to the end of the week or like end of the day and thinking, is this as good as it gets? And I know in my heart that that is not as good as it gets. And life, I came on this earth to experience every element of my life feeling like a full body fuck yes and if it's not a full body fuck yes it's a no for me so you will see like you know i change my services a lot like as soon as a cycle of an offering is over like i'm done with it i will not keep continue going with it because i'm in my full power and full integrity when everything feels really really good and that's when i'm the most of service to people so like I said, the moment it doesn't feel like a full body fuck yes, the exit plan that is, you know, regulating for everyone involved, I don't just like, you know, cut people off or anything like that, but the exit plan goes in place. And I say to my spirit guides, show me how to lovingly move away from this energy and replace it with something that is more aligned. And sometimes that involves a sacred pause that might be five weeks, it might be a week, but it will always come up after that sacred pause when I've created that space that next soul aligned decision for me Mm, a sacred pause I love that I feel like I'm going to start using that (laughs) yeah because people are like I'm taking a break I'm taking a break and it's like that word has a bit of a negative connotation to it like we shouldn't need a break from our lives we can take a sacred pause but if we are constantly saying we need a break from our lives well then something's wrong yeah and that sacred pause we know that even if there's some shit we're navigating it's like this is an initiation into something greater and something juicier and something that feels good which is such a better um little perspective shift for sure and I'm so glad that you did take the time that you needed and you started to really anchor into those gifts because I guess when I then signed up with you I don't know if it was at the start of the year but a few months ago when I signed up there was a certain depth to the sessions that I was so needing and it was something I wasn't finding anywhere else. And a lot of this was soul contracts and past lives and karmic shit that I was like, I don't even think that it's 
there was some blocks and, you know, mindset stuff and energetic stuff, but I was like, there's some shit that's like really ingrained. Like we need to go deep. (laughs) And, you know, one of the things, and I don't mind sharing this, like one of the things with a block I was experiencing in my business that you helped shed light on was, you know, and and I mentioned at the start of this, um, this recording, like I hadn't really allowed myself to tap into the woo-woo spiritual stuff, even though that is so me. And that is, I feel like me at my core in so many ways, but there was something stopping me and blocking me from being able to kind of stand out and, and step into that expression. Right. And I don't know if it was the first session or the second session, but we went into a past life, or I think there was a lot of past lives of blocks around this. So can you Mm. shed some light on that? And I know I don't mind you using my example um, because I feel like this is something a lot of people don't fully understand or they're curious about it, but they haven't actually like stepped into it or unlocked it. Yes. So past lives are like my thing. I work with them with everyone. No one can do a session with me with or like a journey with me without past lives in like nearly every single session that we do. So I'll start by just giving like a simple kind of explanation of like the foundation of this work is that your soul has existed through multiple lifetimes thousands of years in different bodies, different experiences. Sometimes you're a human, sometimes you're an animal, sometimes you're a multidimensional being, you know? And when you come into this lifetime, your soul holds on to specific energetic fragments that it needs you to experience in this lifetime so that you can heal and evolve. Now, for a lot of women, especially women in the healing space, there is this typical witch wound, whereas yours was a little bit deeper. Yours was even further back than the witch times. This was like you coming and being a human for the first time, coming from being in a kind of galactic space where you brought these like multidimensional energies into the earth. And in the first lifetime, you were killed for being a bit Um, for being different, for having extra powers or gifts, you know? So immediately this karmic wound has imprinted into the soul that is expressing my gifts is unsafe. Now, for a lot of women, we have this witch wound and that witch wound is back in, you know, the medieval days, any woman who had psychic or spiritual gifts, they were burnt at the stake, they were killed, they were tortured. I had a huge witch wound that had to be cleared and that was actually another reason that i reached that stage in my business it was so i could say what is going on and go and see my healer and she's like you have a witch wound that we need to clear so what happens with these past life experiences is say for example in one lifetime as a witch you were you were killed for expressing your psychic gifts then as you transition into your next lifetime you've already got this programming within the soul within the tapestry of the soul, which is, it is not safe for me to express my spiritual gifts. So then in that next lifetime, you're going to be experiencing the repercussions of that programming. And it goes through lifetimes, through lifetimes, through lifetimes, through lifetimes, until for a lot of us, now we get into this lifetime and we're trying to evolve. Like you're, you're trying to go further in your business and there's a block, there's a block, there's a block. And because you have that block, you're led to someone who can help you heal that. So then you can evolve in your spiritual journey. So the reason that we experience the like repercussions of these past life experiences 
is so we can heal them. They're not just coming up to just like fuck with you. They're coming up and creating blocks in your life so that you're forced to heal them. Therefore, you can evolve and your soul can evolve. The past life tapestry is so deep and rich and there is so many lessons that are being held within the soul and that they need to be healed within this lifetime so many people think that they are just this lifetime and oh you know it could just be if you didn't think about past lives you could just think oh yeah i'm just not meant to be woo woo being woo woo is not me you know and that's just a very surface level um experience but then you have this other knowing deep down but i i want to i want to express that but i just can't i just can't yeah it must just be me but then when you are given that intuitive nudge to you know work with someone or someone says past lives it like lights up this little thing in your head and you're like oh wait i don't know what this means but there's something in me that's drawing me to it yeah. And then boom, you find out you had a past life as someone who had gifts and they got killed for them. And now your body is too scared to go there again in case that might happen or in case you get killed again. Often when I do past life healings, I will tune into the energy of the individual in that past life. And they will say, well, we don't want to let her do it in this lifetime because I got killed. What if she gets killed? I got tortured. What if she gets tortured? So it's a process of going back to that lifetime and saying to them, actually, it's not possible for that to happen now. I would really appreciate if you let go and you let me move forward and you let me express my gifts so that I can step into my fullest expression and live the life that I really want to live. Mm. And the wildest part I find is there is this remembrance and like you said, there's that even if you don't feel fully connected to it yet, there's this like weird little curiosity or fascination with like, oh, okay, maybe there is something to that. And I was literally having this conversation with my partner the other day and I'd love to get your take on this because I know like a lot of fears and phobias that can't really be explained in this lifetime or, you know, certain things that we're so intrigued and connected to and fascinated by and it's like surely this came from another life so prior to like starting my business I worked in the criminal justice field and for a bit of time I worked in a high-risk prison so before I got a job in the prison for years I was like fascinated by the people in prison and the prison system and why people were there and it was not only just this interest, but it was this really weird, like, I I don't even know how to explain it. Right. And it wasn't until I got a job in the prison, I had this like really weird reaction to being in that space. And let's be real, like, it's not a nice space to be in for anyone, but there was this weird feeling. And this was where a lot of um, my kind of awakening and this, this stripping back of layers came from, because I remember when I was in that environment, I had this intense like claustrophobia and guilt for being able to leave. And there was a a few really wild things that happened where I was Mm. like, I feel like I was a prisoner in a past life or there was some sort of connection to it because there was this fascination and this intrigue. But when I was in that environment, there was like this remembrance and I, it was wild. And I, I, I had like such a downhill, um, 
period after working here I think I was meant to last 12 months and I lasted nine months and I was like I actually can't like I need to get the fuck out and it was such a dark period of my life and not just because obviously it was a really tough place to work in but there was this really fucking wild remembrance and that's the only way I can describe it Yes, it's so funny because I can't help as you speak because I've worked with you before. Like I'm in tune <laughs> with your with your past life tapestry, and um, it's super interesting what's coming through. If you don't mind me sharing about you've, you've had a past life where you allowed someone else to take the fall for a crime that you committed. And you would consistently go and see them out of guilt. God. And every time you would leave, you would be like, that should have been me. <laughs> so you were, when you say remembrance, you, your fascination was with prison was in a way that past life energy saying, if I go and work in a prison, maybe I can undo this karma of being that person in this lifetime so he like latched onto your soul but because you left early saying no i can't handle this you actually closed the karmic contract so there's no like residual energy hanging on but it's super interesting that your soul was trying to heal something that it did and maybe that's why maybe it did maybe he did feel that you working in the prison clear that karmic debt but a hundred percent there is a remembrance there and you know what if someone isn't able to clear that karmic debt what that could look like is them working in prisons their whole life as like a prison guard or like a cleaner or like a counselor and hating it but feeling like they have to stay there for some reason but not understanding why and that's an example of how a past life energy can infiltrate this life unconsciously and cause someone to not live their best life without without even realizing Ugh, that just gave me intense goosebumps because and it makes sense because like all I could articulate was I feel this intense guilt being able to leave at the end of the day, connecting with the people in here and talking to them, getting to know some of them on a personal level and then leaving. It was insane. Um, <laughs> so that makes total sense. But it's interesting how you said how I've like potentially closed this soul contract because that experience is, is what actually kind of sparked the the self-inquiry of what else do I need to be doing because this isn't it and that was really kind of the journey of um, slowly starting my business and everything so a massive pivot and shift but I felt like I needed to go through that very dark time to remember something yeah and see how like your soul took you there because it's like okay the soul's main purpose is to evolve is to become enlightened is to go through this human experience for the pose for the purpose of being an enlightened soul an, ev an evolutionary journey and your soul is so intelligent that it led you to the place that you needed to be to clear the contract that you needed to clear in order for you to take the next step in your evolutionary journey and go through own awakening so it's such a beautiful um you know it's such a beautiful curated journey from your soul to be able to do that because in this lifetime it's your destiny to no longer be um be stuck in this contract which is beautiful and fucking wild I love this so wild so wild I love past lives so it, much 
so interesting. And I know that there's going to be people listening to this wanting to explore, I guess, and you probably get this question all the time when it comes to past lives and certain relationships in this lifetime, because there's always, whether it's healers, teachers, partners, friends, you come across and there's sometimes just a really fucking bizarre connection or familiarity or, you know, these karmic cycles that we go through with certain relationships. So what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Okay. I love this question as well. So there's a lot of like really complicated ways to look at this, but me being like with a lot of Capricorn in my chart, I like to like simplify it. And this is how I have interpreted this and how I teach it and um, kind of work through it. The people that we experience the most in this lifetime, we have been them through with them through lifetimes before. We're in like a soul pod. We all have, all of our souls have contracts that we're helping each other grow and evolve through our lifetimes. So for example, my boyfriend was 100% in my previous life lives, but it's different things. He might've been my brother. He might've been my work colleague. He could have been whoever he needed to be at that time to give me the evolutionary journey that I needed. So for example, like your, everyone's had a toxic boyfriend, been in a toxic relationship and grown the most from it. Your two souls, if you get, we go beyond the physical body, those two souls said to each other in the transition between this lifetime and the last lifetime, okay, she needs to learn this. You need to learn that we're going to, come together in a relationship in this lifetime and we're going to go through that evolutionary journey together like one of my partners who like feels like he was such a toxic relationship we were both toxic for each other it was like this remembrance when we were in it like but we need to be here and this feels so wrong but so important at the same time and I'm not saying that as like a permission slip for people to be in abusive relationships or anything like that or you know to use that as an excuse like they're my twin flame or any of that bullshit which I don't believe in Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah but it's like the evolutionary journey that comes from some of these more different soul contracts are really beautiful and it's like the way I see it is two souls had an agreement before they came into this lifetime and now that agreement is playing out like you and i a hundred percent have been together in a past life like yeah and everyone else who we communicate with a lot in this industry we're all together in this past lives but in this life we're like okay we're lifting each other up in this lifetime this is a beautiful open soul contract where we get to celebrate each other and heal with each other who knows what we were in our last lives. But the reason that we feel that spark of remembrance sometimes with someone is because our souls, they've been doing this for Mm. lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand percent. And it's so interesting you say like the people in this realm and in the healing space, because I have never made so many like deep connections and soul connections with people I have in my life before, but in this space and I don't know, it's it's something different and it is, it's, yeah, it, it's truly wild. And I feel like there's been a lot of people recently I've connected with and it's like, okay, I've only known you for a couple of months, but there is a very deep connection there and it feels very familiar. So it happens a lot. 
Yeah, totally. It's like your souls remember each other. Like remember last lifetime when we were doing this? Remember six lifetimes ago when we were probably poor and like living, you know, in hiding because we were spiritual? Like our souls have come together again in this lifetime for a for the purpose of healing and evolution and growth and to be this is the lifetime you know when there's a huge shift from struggle to full power yeah yeah a thousand percent and for anyone who is listening that wants to start to explore past lives or they do resonate with what we're talking about and they're keen to maybe dig a little bit deeper what do you suggest oh yeah this is interesting Past lives can be tricky sometimes because if people go around like playing in their past life tapestry without any experience or like deeper knowledge or protective mechanisms, sometimes past life energy can get stuck here and they latch on to you. And I would say that the best place to start about the best place to learn about past lives would just be like on the Internet. And I say learn really specifically. Specifically, not about your past lives, but just learning about them. So many different healers, like there are so many different explanations of contracts and karmic ties and blah, 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 blah. I like to keep it really simple. Some people are going to want to go down the rabbit hole of like all the intricacies, but that is too much for my brain to handle. So I think if you feel, okay, yeah, this is what an interesting message that's coming through. Past lives should always be dealt with with a clear intention. I want to, I'm experiencing this block in my life and there's something in me that tells me it's past life related. So I'm going to seek out the right practitioner that's going to help me explore that for the purpose of getting through this block. I don't really agree with playing within the past life ecosystem just for fun because you don't know what's coming through there. So I would say like, if you have a block or a wound or you're stuck in a funny contract with someone and you don't understand why and you wanna understand more, then definitely like look to reach out to someone for that, but wait for the moment where it feels um, intentional before you just start playing around. Yeah, we're not just fucking with it for the sake of it, for shits and gigs, that's right. No, no, no. Yeah. And Steph, lastly, how can people work with you and find you if they want to step into your world, which I highly suggest that <laughs> it's a magical space to be. Yes, yeah, so much magic. So there's a couple of ways to plug in with me. So I have a podcast called the Energy Podcast where I have lots of transmissions, teachings um, and healings and meditations. And then um, I have a couple of free healings on my Instagram. So it's at Energia with four underscores. And then the way that I work with people at the moment is I have a six month mentorship called the Energy Magic Mentorship. So that is like for full soul evolution growth, like tapping into soul gifts, really understanding yourself at a soul level. I say, you know, it's for someone who has been on a spiritual journey and they're like ready to fully up level and commit to creating the life of their dreams. And then I have a one-off session called the Cosmic Codes, which is a Akashic Records spiritual guidance, energy resonance reading, which is more like um, coming for insights and guidance from the spiritual realm about literally anything 
anything, anything it can be. Um, and, you know, receiving that information and then pivoting your life because of what has come through or getting a greater understanding. Um, yeah. So that's me at the moment. And I don't doubt in a few weeks, that's going to change. There'll be something else, but yeah, that's for right now. That's how you can work with me. I love it. And I love the new offerings. The six month in particular sounds so delicious. Very yes. Delicious. First six month um, offerings that I've put out and it's just, it's so good. If we're going to go deep, let's, let's go, you know, let's go deep as possible. I remember in our first session, actually, you, you looked at my offerings and you were like, energetically, let's look at these offerings. <laughs> you really need to fuck off. <laughs> a lot of them that didn't feel aligned with the things that weren't the long-term connection. It was kind of just like the quick little, you know, here and there. So it's beautiful when you create something where it's like, no, let's have this, like, let's dig deep and actually stay connected and and watch some stuff play out. You know. Yes. And, you know, some practitioners in their in this lifetime, it is their purpose to be able to provide a more casual once off arrangement. And that's beautiful. Um, but for me, I, I can't just do one off like I can't leave it there for healing for guidance. It's a different story. But for an actual healing activation growth can- container, it's like I need six months. Give me a year even, you know, like let's yeah. let's do this properly. <laughs> Absolutely. Steph, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your magical wisdom. And if you guys um, have loved what we've spoken about, follow Steph. Energia. Energia with four four underscores. Yes. I wish wish there wasn't four, but all of them were taken except for because so many people had Energia with four underscores, with like with underscores, which is random i suppose like in spain in like energia is the word for energy in spanish i mm. think and i'm greek and that's why i called it energia but it's it's a popular word yeah okay well maybe you need to hit up these people and be like can you change your name? <laughs> yes there's some there's some guy on Br- called bruno who has a podcast called the energia podcast and people keep sending me they're like i'm looking for you and i'm finding bruno and i'm like my god that's sad Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, thank you so much. My pleasure, beautiful. How good was this chat? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed our chat, don't forget to share this episode with your friends, your family, your bestie, and don't forget to snap a pic of a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Lauren the Holistic Coach. And don't forget to leave five stars. I love jumping on here. I love sharing wisdom and insight and knowledge with you. And it is all because of you guys that I get to do this. So thank you so much. And until next time, much love and be well.